0: Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're talking GNMIC with Nokia. Now we've had several discussions with Nokia, particularly about SR Linux, which is their ground up networks operating system based on modern software development. So this is a complete rewrite for a network operating system for routers and switches and all the products in the Nokia networks portfolio. And this SR Linux comes with containers, APIs, it's got automation ready, telemetry capabilities, all that stuff that we talk about in a modern NOS that that's come there. And it's, it also comes with a lot of the code in there has actually been ported over from what's been proven. So Nokia's BGP stacks and all that sort of stuff. But what we haven't highlighted enough in the last, say, year or two of working with Nokia is their contributions to open source. They've been making substantial developments and contributing them to open source for anybody to use. So today we're actually talking about GNMIC, which is as best as I can come up with it, is a command line tool for GNMI. That was developed during lockdown, but then found surprising demand and use cases from customers. There's a weird one here where NMI is being used to make SNMP uh, last a bit longer, which is sad, but good, right? So joining us today is Kareem Rudani. He's a technology and architecture consulting engineer who was crazy enough to write the early versions of GNMIC. And let's get into it by getting Karim to start with a brief introduction to GNMI, because you really can't talk about GNMIC without it. Kareem.
1: Cinema is a network management uh, interface defined by the OpenConfig working group. It aims to allow users to uh, modify and retrieve configuration from uh, routers. Mm -hmm. It uses gRPC as a uh, transport mechanism. So you get all the goodies from gRPC and HTTP, 2 So streaming, the uh, credentials security,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and so on. It defines uh, a few uh, RPCs, so four. Mm.
0: So as I understand it, gRPC is like a default protocol format for querying between two software applications. Is that right? Correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. And so in the same way that email, say, you know, the SMTP protocol runs over IP, you know, or TCP, Then gNMI uses gRPC as a as an abstraction layer underneath it. That's correct. So you didn't have to invent the whole protocol for gRPC. Then you just used for gNMI. Just use gRPC.
1: That is true. Mm. Uh, gNMI just defines the specific services and RPCs that should be transported over gRPC. gRPC defines the uh, encoding mechanisms and the client server. Um, interactions, but it doesn't define the message structure or the message content. So okay. GNMI adds adds that on top of gRPC.
0: And it's the default way to read and write from router configurations going forward, really, isn't
1: it? It's the default way and the only way if you're using GNMI, yeah.
0: So let's talk about GNMIC and what does it do? I mean, you told me that you are writing this as a lockdown project, which sounds kind of nuts. I mean, why would you write a um, command line about GNMI?
1: Well, at that time, there was really no easy way to interact with routers, speaking uh, GNMI as part of my job description at that time. I was responsible for uh, anything automation Mm. and uh, explaining GNMI or, uh, let's say, converting customers to GNMI. If I don't understand it myself or if I can't use it myself (laughs) or make it easy to use for, for others, then that's basically mission impossible so uh i started this trying with with a few other colleagues i uh, started this uh with the goal of learning gNMI myself and uh, eventually creating a an easy way to interact with routers and see how the server side of gNMI behaves
2: so you came up with a tool called gNMIc. what what is it that, that tool does
1: It allows you to be on the client side of GNMI. You can run commands that uh, run the RPCs that are specified by uh, the GNMI OpenConfig spec. You can customize them, so you can change uh, the message content. Uh, You can combine different commands together, uh, run them almost as a workflow, but maybe two or three commands together, not uh, more than that. Basically makes your life easy or easier if you're interacting with a GNMI speaker,
2: okay. So I, if I'm on a client and I've got a GNMI speaker, presumably a router, I can interact with that router. I can get telemetry from that device. I can. Can I also do configuration tasks?
1: Correct. Correct. So if you want to get telemetry, it's the subscribe command. It's as simple as writing GNMIC, C subscribe, and then specifying the path that you want uh, the router to stream back to you. If you want to change configuration, it's the set command. Uh, you specify the path and the value that you want to modify uh on the router if you want to get uh configuration in retrieving configuration without subscribing to it so you just retrieve it you get it once and then the connection is uh closed that's the get command
2: and the idea here is that nokia developed this internally but you've then open sourced it and it's now with the open config project
1: um yes correct so uh, i think sometime uh, last uh, Around end of last year, this project moved to open config because it's so, uh, I would say, wide adoption from the community, so from both customers and other vendors. So we thought that it would be good to have this become the, is the de facto CLI for uh, GNMI.
0: Can I ask a silly question? Because it sounds to me a bit like one of the tools that when I was playing with SNMP, um, like, you know, 10 or 15 years ago was we used to get SNMP walkers and you'd issue a command. So you didn't have to sort of type, like, get onto a Linux console and type SNMP walk, blah, 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 and the OID. You would just be able to load it in and then be able to walk down the, the OID tree and see it. Is it conceptually similar to that, in the set? but it's a command line? So that when you're writing to and from the GNMI APIs, you want to know what's in there. You want to understand them or something.
1: There are different ways of using GMI-C, so. Depends. It really depends on your goal. If you want to learn GNMI and see how it works under the hood, you go to the CLI and you run command by command, you look at the responses, and uh, that gives you an idea of what the router is doing or what the router is trying to send back to you.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, if you want to be productive and collect uh, metrics, store them somewhere, and then build some dashboards out of it, out of it or uh, run some closed-loop automation uh workflow, then you run GNMIC as as a daemon, you can configure it using a file, you don't have to type the whole uh, CLI command and then uh, do it manually, you can run it as a daemon and it will do what you tell it to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, in that sense, it's a little bit of both, or it can be both depending on your needs.
2: So if I'm using it for telemetry, then it's generating output, where does that output go? Do I need some kind of collector or target for that telemetry coming in?
1: You have a lot of options uh, there where you want uh, to write your output. So usually when, you, when you're when you starting, you don't really know how the data uh, will look like that you're getting from the router. You can either dump that into the terminal or write it to a file and then uh, look at it manually. Uh, once you know how the data looks like and you have an idea of how you want to uh, potentially modify it and how you want to store it, you have a whole list of outputs that you can can use so the usual uh, ones are the, the popular TSDBs like InfluxDB, Prometheus, and the other mm-hmm. flavors of Prometheus like Daria Metrics or Cortex, and so on. Uh-huh. Uh, you can also write uh, into a message queue if you have a consumer on the other side picking up uh, the data and eventually writing it into another TSDB or uh, reacting to it again to uh, do some sort of closed loop automation. Mm-hmm. Um, another way uh, to use the output is to modify it and convert it into a completely different protocol. So uh, what Genomacy can do here is converting your Genomite telemetry or notifications into SNMP traps. This is uh, an effort to uh, integrate with, let's say, legacy systems uh, that are still there. Right. Uh, and you can really get rid of them. Uh, for some reason, uh, that's not technical, <laughs> but uh, you want to get GnMIC data and generate SNMP traps out of it. Yeah.
2: Okay, so if I've already invested in a whole bunch of SNMP infrastructure, uh, I can start to incorporate information that I'm getting from these routers via GnMIC, and GnMIC is going to do that conversion for me into SNMP? Uh,
1: yes, yes. But just for traps, just to be clear. Just for traps, only- okay. Yeah, just for traps. No gets and sets. No
2: get now, next. Now that sounds but even just for crazy. Traps, that means if I've got you know triggering systems set up or whatever, it will work with those because it can get into a trap. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what do you see uh, customers using this for?
1: The main use case is streaming telemetry. That's basically what GNMI is known for. Uh, it's the main use case or the most popular use case that mm-hmm. found the most adoption. So uh, that's what uh, GNMI is. Most known for a lot of uh, customers use it to collect metrics from their routers, from multiple routers at the same time, multiple vendors at the same time. That's what uh, GMIC allows you to do.
2: Okay. So this isn't just for Nokia, if uh, if there are other routers that are supporting gRPC, essentially, you can use this?
1: Correct. All you have to do is uh, put in the correct paths. So the paths that match uh, the Yang model of the router. And uh, you'll be able to get uh, metrics from that router, modify them whichever way you want, and store them or or use them uh, to fit your uh, your use case. So again, most common use case is collecting telemetry from routers, storing them in a TSDB, and then uh, use some visualization dashboard like Grafana
2: uh-huh.
1: to to look at your metrics and draw some nice charts that tell you what's happening in. Uh, in your network
2: okay so again it's all fully open source compliant with all of the common tools Prometheus, Grafana and so Uh on in keeping with the spirit of of the whole yeah okay yeah
1: yeah, yeah, and it's maintained and whenever there is a new version of Prometheus in FluxDB we make sure to test it and uh, and upgrade as well okay and we even try to keep backward compatibility (laughs) with previous uh, versions of uh, those (laughs) DSDs must be fun not everybody (laughs) Uh, that part yeah it's not as fun but I mean it's (laughs) It's part of the commitment. Right,
2: it's your commitment to the community, yes. Respectable. Correct. Correct. Uh, Besides streaming telemetry, are there other things you're seeing folks use it for in the real world?
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, basically network management, meaning uh, config retrieval and uh, modification. So GNMIC being a CLI, uh, you can essentially use it in any script or any sort of script that... that you want. I see even people calling it uh, shell out from Python and uh, running it or uh, running GNMIC CLI in GitHub Actions or any CI-CD pipeline. So uh, that way you get repeatable uh, actions that are logged without having to uh, do too much work. You just run it as part of a script action. And there you go. You have uh, an automated configuration uh, system.
2: Okay, and can we spend just a little bit of time talking about um how I would set up and use it? Is this like a significant commitment in terms of resources? Do I have to have a but you know a bunch of servers or clients or whatever to run this on? What give me a sense of what like to get this up and running in my own either in a lab or you know in my network? So
1: genomecy is very simple to use. that was also uh, part of uh, the initial design or the initial intention. It's a single binary. All you have to do is download it and place it uh, in your uh, path, uh, in your uh, Linux system or uh, under Windows. But you would have to use WSL for that. You can use it on uh, Mac as well. Mm-hmm. So single binary, get the binary, place it wherever you want, make it executable and run it. Uh, you can configure it using flags or a configuration file that's up to you, depending on what you like or on your use case. So get the binary, write the config file, and it runs. It's really as simple as that. No dependencies, nothing.
2: Yeah, that's great. All right, well, that does uh, bring us to the end of our time, Karim. Uh, where can folks get their hands on Genome IC if they want? And is there anything else you would like folks to know about?
1: Well, it's open source. So um, go to the GitHub repo. So GitHub. Uh, dot com slash openconfig slash uh, uh, go through the readme there is a link towards the documentation uh, website you can open an issue if uh, you had a problem uh, using GNMIC or a discussion if you have any questions uh, we are also hosting a hackathon in uh, europe uh, this june as part of our sr experts uh, uh, event so If you're coming there, you'll be able to get uh, your hands dirty with GNMIC.
2: Okay. Is this hackathon just for GNMIC or is it all SR Linux? Uh,
1: It's SR Linux, uh, other products of Nokia, and GNMIC as a tool to interact with the routers.
2: Okay. And I assume if folks go onto Nokia.com and search, they'll find uh, information on how to get to the hackathon if they're interested. All right. That's great. And for GNMIC itself, again, github.com slash openconfig slash GNMIC. will also have that link in the show notes. Well, Kareem, thank you for being here with us. Uh, Thank you, Nokia, for sponsoring us. And thank you for listening. If you like this episode, you can find this and many more fine free technical podcasts and our community blog. It's all at packapushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packapushers. Find us on LinkedIn, hear us on Spotify, and rate us on Apple
0: Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.